0: Were you there when the crucified, my Lord? Were you there when the crucified, my Lord? Were you there when the crucified, my law? Were you there when the crucified, my Lord? Were you there when the crucified, my Lord? Were you there when the crucified my Lord? Oh, were you, there when the my were you there when the crucified my Lord? 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 Oh, were you there when the crucified my Lord? Were you- Find my law. Were you there when the crucified my law? Were you there when the crucified my law? Oh, were you there when the crucified my law? Were you there when the crucified my law? <coughs>
1: Gentlemen, good evening, dear friends. Welcome to another edition of Jesus is the answer with Kathy Eka Kunde. I am an ambassador of Christ Jesus, and I bring you good tidings. God bless you. You are listening to Kathy Eka Kunde, an ambassador of Christ Jesus. Yeah, on Jesus is the answer, He is the answer. I don't know what baggage you are carrying. I don't know what your problems are. I don't know what burden you have. But let me tell you, come to him today and cast all your burdens and he will give you rest. And he will give you peace of mind that surpasses all understanding. Once more, you are welcome. Before we dive into today's message, let's welcome Abba Father. Let's welcome the King of Glory, the Lord of Lords, the mighty man in battle. For he is... The great I am that I am, the creator of the universe, the all-knowing God. Father, we come before your throne of grace as we ask for your mercy. And I pray, Yahweh, may you take over me. Speak through me, less of me and more of you. Bless your children, Father, and take all the glory. We ask all this through Christ, your only Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen and amen. God bless you all.
0: God bless you. Were you there when the
2: crucified my Lord?
1: I just got me a piano, so I'm learning how to. (laughs) I'm learning how to play. So let me just. Just a minute. Let me this as our background sound and
2: so. the cruise find my law. Okay.
1: So it's enough. So how are you all doing? God bless you all. when <clears throat> the
2: crucify,
1: You know, people always say life is short. But we really don't know what it means. When we always, we always say, oh, this life is short. And you see people over like, yeah, indeed, life is short. Sure. Let me enjoy myself. To them, their enjoyment is going to nightclubs, going to parties, doing worldly stuff. That is enjoyment to them. But there's no other enjoyment other than being in God's presence where you'll be free of guilt. Yesterday was Valentine. They did a Valentine party. Valentine was last week, right? So they organized the Valentine party and my husband was invited and he turned to me and he was like, Let's go. I said, I'm going nowhere. Right? It was like, Are you not going with me? He knows. Like, I said, No. Then he said, What of the wedding? There's a wedding next week. Will you not come? I said, Wedding. Of course I will go. Right? And he went. So while he left, I was laying in bed. I was like, I slept. When I woke up at about five, I was thinking, I said, is it the right thing I did? Or is it wrong? He's my husband, right? It's just going there to celebrate. Should I have gone? I said, no, but why should I? No, yes, it's my husband, yeah. We can celebrate Valentine without going to the party where they are going to dance all this well Dance right, we can go out for a dinner date. We can do something else. We must not go and dance. I said no. I didn't do anything wrong. That's the right thing I did. So <clears throat> then, while I was doing my daughter's hair this evening, I was like, when well, you go to that one, it's okay. It's Valentine party. They invited me and my husband. I'm going to dance with my husband, right? Okay, let me just go there. It's not my, you know, it's not a boyfriend thing, so it's nothing wrong. Let me go there. Tomorrow there'll be another party. They'll be like, ah, a white party. Is it not still your husband? You're going to dance. Mm-hmm. Before you know, they say, oh, they're organizing a small, and this or this. You say, okay, let me go. That's how it starts. So let me tell you, when you have said no to the devil, there is no need mixing things. No matter how the situation looks, don't care what people will say. Mine is clear. I've made it clear. I've made it clear. I don't mix. And that was the first time I had that thought yesterday. Because when I say no, I say no. I don't go. I don't th- I know this are well thing. So it has nothing to do with me. Right? So why should I even be giving it a thought? Why should I think of it? But there's a lesson here. We have our body. This flesh the time is too weak, but the spirit has to be strong. And the only way your spirit can stay strong is when you have a good connection with the Father, because as human we can't do some we can't do certain things. He's the only one who will help us succeed in this journey that we are with Him, because the temptation. I like I don't care what people say. Be like ah this one she's claiming holy and the husband is still in the party scene, and the husband is still, too. that is him. My day, the day I will die, they will not put me and my husband in the casket. Or the day he will die, they will not bury me and him together. We all have our journey here. We were married before, we became, before I became safe, Right? And I'm praying that God will do it as God has said. So that one will not bother me now. Oh, what will people think? Oh, what are people going to say? No, I've made my path. I've chosen my path. All I can do is pray for him. That God should remove him from there. Somebody might be going through something like this. And they are like, oh, it's just a party now. Am I not going with my spa? Say, no, you are going to that. Have you listened to the lyrics to those songs that they dance there? Some of those songs, they worship the devil. They are giving glory to him, worshiping him. And you go there, you are dancing. That was Saturday, you bowed to the devil. Sunday, you come coming here and you are saying hallelujah. Seriously? No, no to worldly things. Going to, a, to a, a wedding, I must not dance. But that one, if you had something else, if they had like, okay, it's going to be a dinner party. And then probably after the dinner, they are having their dance, dance, dance. I would have been something else. Okay, I'm going there to have dinner with you. Sit with dinner and then sit there and I'm done. I'm home. I'm off. I've been in a wedding before. Not once. Yes, I was in the wedding when I was, I was a bridesmaid. They were playing all their wedding. I sat there. Somebody even came and looked at me and they were like, hmm, yes. i forgot forgotten which other occasion I went. Someone, they were dancing and somebody was like, hey, woman of God cannot dance. I just, mom, like, do you think these things really hungry me? While they are there dancing, inside my heart, I'm just praying and binding and casting whatever spirit is dead in that their music they are dancing. No, I just smile. I'm like, do you think this thing hungry I'm hungry for this? No, I'm not. So you have to know where you go and don't be influenced by the things of this world. Don't let people define who you are. Don't do it that you are pleasing people and you displease God. Our goal, our aim should be living a life pleasing to God and God alone. Point finish. I don't care what people say. I don't care how they look at it. Though some people will be the same people tomorrow will be like, ah, look, at somebody has met me who is into the the, the, the thing, right? This um, Somebody has met me who, no, I can't say she's into it because she's still in the world or doing her things, you know, attending all their functions, their party. And we're talking, we met in in the shopping mall and this person, this person said, No, you have really taken your stand, and I really like that. Like even your behavior, you don't mix things. Yes, they see people observe. The same people be the one to say which man of God, which woman of God today she's dancing party, tomorrow she's coming to preach, hallelujah. She coming, no, you don't mix up things. Take your stand. Take your stand. You're not going to destroy your life. Something you've worked for years because of one party. What party? To dance to what? For three, four hours to go and dance to what? What songs? I will go to a wedding. I must not dance. When they play gospel music, if I have to lose to dance, if I feel as to dance, I dance to gospel music. I mustn't dance. There are people who go to parties and they don't dance. So I'll go to the wedding. I will sit there. Do what I have to do, support the couple, and come back home. Even Jesus went to a wedding in Cana. Where did he perform his first miracle? It was in the wedding. And there's a significance of that miracle he did. People say, oh, Jesus turned water into wine. No. He's saying that, that when you're having rough days in your marriage, call me. And don't even wait till he gets to that point. Invite him in your home at every time. At every point in time, call upon Jesus. In good times, praise him. Give him thanks. In bad times, cry unto him. Do you think the devil likes marriage? He doesn't like marriages. That's why he attacks homes. I keep saying, if you ask couples who have divorced today, ask them why. They'll be like, I really don't know. Attempts to stand with pride. This one will be like, I can't give up. Who are you? And this one is like this. Then when they separate, they're like, But why did I not just let go? You've already done the separation. And to come back now is probably the man has gone, so he has started a new life. And the wife is now like, Oh God, I wish I could. I wish. Yes. Most people who've divorced, 80% are living in regrets. So the devil will attack. But then, if God is for us who can be against us, hold on to God. Don't mix things. You can go and bow to the devil on Saturday and Sunday you are coming to church shouting hallelujah. I say we are living in end time. So, take your stand, make your decision. And for God, there is no midway. You can't say you want to have a balance and it's not I i don't have, it doesn't have to be just church church all the time at least there's time for yourself yeah you can distract yourself with other things you can go swimming you can do picnic you can do fun things with your family or with friends it mustn't be nightclub dancing what what songs can go on vacation. Is your fun only having parties, going to parties? Is that what is fun? Is that the only thing, fun thing that you know or that you can do? That's, that should not be. So we have to learn and know these things. Take your stand. Take your stand. Let me tell you, the devil will use the ones close to you. Are the ones he will use, the ones close to you, are the ones he will use to attack you. He will not use a stranger. How can he penetrate you through a stranger? Because you will not give the person a listening. ear. Hey, I don't know you. Why should I be having this conversation with you? Yes, but your wife, your husband, your siblings, your children. We are the gatekeeper of our homes. That's so why we have to stand in the gap of everyone and pray all the time. When I keep saying that we are living in entice, How people are dying. We have to live each day as if it were our last day. What does this statement really mean? It doesn't mean that, oh, you have to eat everything. That, oh, if I die tomorrow... Oh, maybe tomorrow or will not survive. You eat all your savings today or you don't plan. No. You plan. If you have to, to educate yourself on something, if you have to, to study, again, study to get a certificate, do it to develop yourself, to improve on your skills, do it, you have to, to save, if you want to invest, do it. But then have a relationship with God. Make sure your life you are living to please him. Have a relationship with him. Just this weekend, within a few days, let's say since Wednesday and today, I know, about, I know about five people that have died. These are not just some random people that I just come across on Facebook or on social media. No! People that I know. At least five if I count. Five. Five. When the Bible says we should go to where they are mourning, there is a reason. Because when you go there, you have a rethink. You'll be like, hey, what about my life? This person was here with us. This person is Let me reduce this sound a bit. the lowest and he's sounding that loud I got me a piano I'm trying to learn how to to play yeah go to where they are mourning then you have a rethink you'll be like if this person was here with us he's no longer here last year February I celebrated with my brother we celebrated he wished me happy new year My birthday, we talked. February, we talked. March, we talked. On the 4th of March, that's when things just deteriorated, and then he died on the 10th. So, what are you saying? This life, you say, oh, let me enjoy this life. There is life after death. That is the one we should be so so concerned of. What will happen with your soul? The Bible says, of what use will it be to you when you gain the whole way and you lose your soul? Of What profit will that be to a man? You are going to spend eternity, like, well without end, in hellfire you will burn and burn and burn. You will never. Like, ah, God. I wish God could show everybody something for people to believe that, yeah, it's unfortunate. But the Bible is there. You have to believe. Just like the rich man who died and was telling God to tell Lazarus to come and to go to his, he sent Lazarus to go to his, and tell his, his brothers, he doesn't want them to come to where he is. Don't say no. I have my, my evangelists there, I have my preachers who are going about my prophets, telling people about me. If they don't believe Pesh, the German will say Pesh, their fault. They don't believe those ones. What, what won't make you think that they will believe when somebody comes from the dead? And go back and tell them that hey, this is where I saw your uncle or your uncle is crying. That what make you think they will believe? They'll be like, this one, are you sure this one mean? That is this one, are you sure this one is okay? Maybe this one has some bala bala of in the head. Maybe this one is not okay upstairs. So your Bible is the word of God, and you have to believe in it. So read the Bible. Don't say until God shows you heaven and hell. Before you will repent. That's what some people are waiting for. But they will not see. And those who are even saying those things and waiting. are The ones who will not even see. The one who will not even ask for something like that. Is the one that God will show. Is the one that God will show. So stay focused. Don't get distracted. By the things of this world. Don't let your friends. Your friends or your family members. Influence you to go back. To the life that you have left before. Don't let boredom go back to you doing the the things you used to do that God has, has separated you from. Don't let boredom take you back to the people God has saved you from. To the life he has saved you from. Don't. And what will people say? Hey, I'm bored. Let me just go. God will understand. No. No. That is temptation, and when we are faced with temptation, what do we do? When you're faced with temptation, what do you do? Turn your temptation and your attacks into a prayer point. That's what I wrote. Is then I put on my status during my uh, um, morning evangelism with Jesus. Is the uh, morning coffee? Sorry, morning coffee with King Jesus. I didn't preach it. I just made a couple of. Um, these things and I, I posted on my status. I said, turn your attacks and temptations into prayer points. When you still have this husband or this wife who is still in the world, pray for them. Keep praying for them. Say, Father, as you have arrested me, arrest this one also. Change their life. Or you have siblings. And even coworkers, people around you that you are dealing with, directly pray for them. There's a common say. They say if you can't if you can't win them, join them. No, this time if we can't win them, if they they can't win us, so let them join us, not we joining them. Since they can't win us, let them join us because they will do everything to make you feel like ah, what you are doing is not the right thing. Probably you are going nuts. So you don't know what you are doing. So better join them. No. Let them join you since they can't, because they're the one always talking to you now. Oh, this is your life. is. Somebody even told me to my face the other day that um, they know a lot of people who were, they know people who have been so engulfed with with the things of God, like they have repented, they were born again Christian, they love God, they were doing everything, you know, more than what I'm doing. But we, at the end of the day, the people bow back to the, the banks back, to doing the things of the world, I said, "Anyone who is waiting to see me, right? Go back to the way we waited Thy kingdom come." I rebuked that person immediately. I said that I said, "Anyone who is waiting for me to go back to the world and do worldly things, they waited Thy kingdom come." So watch out. Know that as you say you have repented, there are people who are not happy. There are people who know that ah, or they have decided that ah, they will live their life like this. They don't think they will repent. So they are angry that you have repented. There are people who are not happy that you are living your life. You are free. You are happy. You are living this life for God. There are people who are not happy. So they want to see you fail. So the devil will use people like that to be talking things that will get you annoyed. And if you don't know, you will sit and you start thinking like, yeah. Maybe it's true. Maybe I'm not doing I'm doing too much or oh, and um it's okay. I can still love God without me doing this or doing I can still love God and still be doing things like this. It doesn't mean if I love God um I I I don't have to to party. Party do- no. No. Who holy ghost party? Who gospel music and dance? Dance, nice steps to your God. And somebody saw my video. A close friend we used to be, we used to be friends while we were home, and wrote me on Facebook that oh you are you are using that I'm I'm taking style to enjoy my my moves. I play my gospel music and I released really it I said oh those are the dance your dance steps. I know this your dance that you used to dance long ago in the nightclub. And I was like excuse me. So because I have repented. I should be jumping up like a frog when I'm dancing to God. There will be no rhythm, no, no, no pattern of dancing. I should just be jumping up. That's, you see, that's the mentality people have. That when you have given your life to Christ, you should just be living like, I don't know. But we have to give God the best. What the Bible says about David, David danced. We have to dance before God. Give him your best. Your best move, best move. I'll not dance, even when I was in the well, I will not dance shake my bum bum. Right my butts people dance and shake, I don't dance those dances. Me while I was in the well, I was still decent about the way I dance, but I know myself, I got some good moves. So you expect that because I'm not a born-again Christian. I want to dance. I should not have any... I could jump. The, the, the song is going like... Give praise to the Lord. Give praise. Oh, yes. Give praise to the Lord. Give praise. I should just be jumping. Give praise to the Lord. Jumping either before the music or after the music. Like, seriously, when I'm dancing to glorify my God. So you people in the world are the ones who have good dance steps. To bow before your devil. And me, i come before my father. I should be jumping like a frog. You are not serious. And I ask, I say... Where is it reason that if somebody is born again, the person should not have good dance step. The person did not answer. But that's how the devil works. He will use people. Then you feel you. If you don't know, that's why people have to study your word. And then when you don't know now, you'll be like, ah, maybe I'm doing it's wrong. Oh, okay, you're just gonna be dancing anyhow. They'll be laughing. I say, look at this one. so because they are born again, they are just making a fool of themselves here, yeah. jumping. No. God himself gave me a song, told me what to dance to him one day. I didn't know. I made a video. I don't know if I told you guys here. I said, God has in his eyes on us, every little thing we do. I didn't know he had interest in my dance. Not until that day, I was taking my shower, thinking of what song I'm going to dance. I was thinking already, I saw I'm going to dance. And I heard clearly. He said, no, that song is for me. Because the song was about Giving me hope, telling me to hold on to, to hang in there that God sees, God knows, like God's time is the best. He said he likes it when I dance to praise him, to glorify his name. I was like, wow. So God has interest in my dancing. And you are coming to tell me. And the day that I posted that is the same day. I had a black trousers and a black um, shirt inside a blouse with uh, uh, a, what's it called? a pink suit it was that very day that god told me that i should dance to glorify him It's the same song that somebody took and is writing to me telling me how i'm dancing moves that i used to dance while i was in the world god did not complain if we were wrong god was saying i don't like the way you dance i dance well to thank my father I should just be jumping like, uh, what, I don't know how to describe. Like You see people. That's the mentality they have. And they want to to get this stereotype. They have this stereotype thing about Christians, born-again Christians. Oh, you don't have to dress well. You're not supposed to look good. You're not supposed to be happy. No, you just have to be sad. You just have to look worried. You have to look old because you are serving God. They have to be happy while they are in the world. No. No. Who gives happiness? Who gives peace of mind? God. So I have to go before Him, ask Him to give me, and when He gives me, I have to exhibit it. Why won't I show that I'm happy? While I was in the world, what did the world ever give me? Worries. Fear of the unknown. Nothing has happened, you are afraid. I'm now with God that He has given me rest of mind. I don't need to worry about anything. If there is something, I just go to him in prayers and he handles it. And yet you want me to, to not show either my God is good. People wanted me to come to God when I'm frustrated. No, I'm not frustrated. I'm not frustrated. God is so kind to me. He's so good. He's generous. He's my father and he'll always give me the best. Somebody once asked me when I, my Facebook came out. The person was like, you seem to have it all. You're married. You have kids. You have a job, you're in Europe, you're living a good life. Why? Why are you repenting? I said, so why not? So you poor only want people to come to God when they are frustrated. Then they'll be like, ah, leave that one. Life has, as like I was saying in Pigeon English, life don't tire you. They don't know what to do, they are frustrated. That's why you are seeing them going to God. When that person told me that, ah, there know no people who have been there. They were so wrapped in these things of God and this. And they went back to the world. I say, they will, I say you people wait till Thy kingdom come. You and whoever were sitting and say, oh, let's watch. Or and immediately I went to God in prayers. I said, Father, I didn't call myself. Those people came who went back to the world. Only they, they themselves know why they went back to the world. I never called myself. You called me. I said, Father, do not allow me to fail. Because only you can help me. Don't allow me to fail. Keep elevating me. Keep doing things for me. That you will show them that indeed you are with me. As anyone who is waiting for me to come back to the way they will wait till their kingdom come. Instead, I'm going stronger and stronger with my father. I'm bonding with him. Doing things with him. This is me here. Creating contents, preaching for God. You are there, sitting in your house, waiting, planning evil that we'll see. We are waiting the day she will come back to the world. We will laugh at her. You laugh at yourself. You laugh at yourself. I'm leading people to Christ, doing my father's work quietly. I'm not thinking of anybody. I don't have anything evil. I've not said, oh, this one that are in the way, and the day uh, uh, heaven will. Um, what what how can i put it the day that the world will come to an end they will find themselves in here i'm praying for you people i should come to christ let god open your eyes so you see that this life you are living is not a good life you are there witching me to come back to the world god forbid god forbid if you've ever dreamed that was not me you saw in your dream that was not me because no way i know where my god brought me from i know where i am with him and I know where he's taking me to. I didn't call myself. He called me. So if those people they came and they went, maybe they called themselves, or you people are the same people who tempted them. Maybe there are people who are not strong weird like some of us. And because of one thing or another, people talk and then they fail. And you post it now, you laugh at them. But woe unto you, the Bible, the Bible says woe unto that one who will test somebody their 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 their, their faith. Teasing people. Making more clear of people. Well, look at you. You say you are born again. You make any little mistake you make, they capitalize on it. Huh? I thought you said you are born again, Christian. How come you are doing this? Or why are you saying this? Yes, but I'm not perfect. God is still working on me. Hello? Am I now your, 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 your this thing? Your problem? If I make mistake, you're right. You yourself, you have thousand and one mistakes you've made. When I make my mistake, I make peace exactly. I don't know if you even know that, that when you make mistake, you make you go to your father and ask for mercy. You are bothered about me because I'm a woman of God. Because I'm a woman of God. So if I make a little mistake, oh, I thought you said you're a woman of God. Look at the way you are talking. Look at the way you are reacting. Don't listen to these people. I know some of you have experienced things like this. I know you've experienced things like this. Maybe it's even in your own house. Your siblings will use it to provoke you or your husband or your wife. You say, ah, madam, I thought you said you are not born again. Look how you are doing this. Look how you are doing that. I guess maybe the thing you are doing that they think is wrong. God is pleased with you. Maybe what you are doing that human beings are saying like, oh, and she's not supposed to do this as a Christian. God is like even the one telling you that do it this way. Probably where everybody is going, and you are not going. You say, I thought you were a Christian. Why didn't you go there with that person? God is telling you, don't go there. There's a trap. Don't go. i like, hey, everybody was there now to celebrate this person. Everyone was there to sympathize with them. Only you did not come now. Ah, a woman of God like you. I thought this is what you have to be. You are preaching about love, being there for one another. Yes. But probably the enemy has set a trap there, and God is like, you know what? Everybody is going there. You will not go, or it's not yet time for you to go don't go now, allow them to go, you'll go on your own, oh, didn't we see that with Jesus and his brothers, the brothers were like, eh, how can you sit here, go there, and show them, you cannot be sitting here, when you are doing all of these things, go and show it to them, he said, no, you both can go, and later, he went on his own, God was like, you know what, leave these people, This were a whole bunch of trouble, they might let, you know, They can talk some things that will will lead you to, to make you to be angry. So just let them. The only thing is separate yourself from them. Let them go. You go on your own. Imagine if they started saying that in the house before they get there. Maybe they will meet somebody on the road who is sick. They'll be like, hey, Jesus, perform miracle. Like you are teasing him or you are provoking him. But let me tell you, when they do that, they are instead provoking God to do greater works through you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Did you hear that? When they are provoking you, saying all sorts, they are instead provoking the spirit of God to do greater works through you. Oh, yes. The brothers would have been like, Jesus, hey, what are you doing? Look at this man. Pray for him now. or pray for her. Deliver that woman. Heal that man before they'll get to where they are going. It doesn't work like that. Maybe that person has no faith and God is telling you, you know what, well, don't pray for this one. Just go. This one will not believe. It will not work. And then if he prays now, out of influence, if he's not led by the Spirit, let's say Jesus is always led by the Spirit, right? Let's say for a human being, here who is not led by the Spirit and who have not even understood things like this, they provoke that person. That person will be like, okay, come, let me pray for you. And you are praying nothing. The person is looking at you. Because the person, first of all, is not ready. They don't have faith. Nothing will happen. And when nothing happens, those people start laughing at you. They say, ah, you are not a fake pastor. So maybe those other ones, you say you hear the people, it was scam. Probably you arrange it. It doesn't work like that. So don't let anybody be your husband, your wife, your children, mother, siblings. Coworkers. Do not let anyone to define whom you are by the things you do. Let them call you names. As long as you know what you are doing is pleasing to your God, keep doing it. As long as you know you are not hurting anybody, this is your life, is your decision. Why must you influence me? Why do you want me to go with you there? Why do you want me to do this with you? Must I? So i that to teach you the when you fall, they'll be the first to laugh. Don't go and call people. Say, come and see, oh, this one has fallen. We thought this one was a true man of God or a true man of God. But look at what happened with them. Look at what happened with them. When you die, it's you alone before God. No two people are buried together. Even if they die, the same day. They will put every, each and every one in their own coffin. There are no two people in the same grave. Even if they have to dig a hole, let's say there's an accident or whatever, and dump them there in a terrible situation like that, right? Like in Africa, sometimes you hear that they have a terrible road accident. They can't identify the people, and the council will come and take them and go and dig a hole somewhere and throw them. Those people, even as they are there like that, everybody faces judgment on their own. Everybody will face judgment on their own. So don't listen to people. Don't listen to what people are saying. Don't. Don't let people influence you. Don't let society define whom you are. Jesus never allowed that to happen. We are humiliating him. His brother said it. Did they really mean it? No. They were just being sarcastic. You can't sit here now with all these miracles. Come, how will your people know you? Come and go out there and show them yourself. You have to be sensitive in the spirit. You have to pray always. Don't heed to temptation. When you see that this thing is tempting you, this is an attack. Turn it to your, turn it into a prayer point and pray. Turn it to a prayer point and pray. Yes. Jesus was safe. Were his siblings safe? No, not all of them, probably. Because the Bible even said that they did not believe in him and in his hometown. That's why he could not do much. He laid hands on few people and he just feels sick. It. It's out of his hometown that he did a lot. Because of, they have seen him finish now of Is it not Jesus that we know? Jesus that used to play football here. Yeah. Mary and Joseph's son, the brothers had this and that, the sisters. And he's telling us that he's a messiah. How come? How come he's a messiah? It can be true. We know when the mother gave birth, we saw him grow before her eyes. Mm, There's some people are saying today, is it not Katia Beck? Which woman of God? Leave that thing. And maybe she has one thing that is disturbing her. That's why she's doing that. She will get tired very soon and come back. You will wait till thy kingdom come in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Because this Katia is not coming back. Not today, not tomorrow, forever. I'm not going back into the world. No way. So if you are sitting there, or that's your prayer, Holy Ghost fire on everyone and anyone who is praying to see me not do the work of God. Successful in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Holy Ghost fire on anyone who sit and they are praying for me to fall. Anyone who sit and they are planning to set a trap for me to fall. Holy Ghost fire. Holy Ghost, fire. I will not fall. I will rise. I will live to do God's work. And the world at last will see God doing his work through me in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I have declared in the mighty name of Jesus. And so shall it be. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yes. Take authority. God has given us power. He has not given us the spirit of fear, but that of what's our mind. So don't be afraid. Salman so means you think, you reason well. Don't just take rash decision. But I said, yes, I said, Mm-mm, no. I'm not going for the party. The way he even asked Redokan, he knew the answer already. Yeah, you're not going for the party. At first I was thinking, like, okay, maybe we could go and have dinner somewhere, then I'll come home, then he goes. But I went out with the kids, so I ate already outside with the kids, so I was okay. So I just came home. Then he was like, ah, won't we go to that? Won't you go with me to? I said, which party? I said, go there and be doing well. So when you are dancing, what will I be doing? He just smiled. Yeah. I asked, I said, when you Paul will be dancing, what will I be doing? And he said, So what about the wedding? You will not go with me. They say, wedding. I said, We'll go for that wedding next week. We'll go. And then he left. I went to bed, slept, and about five thirty, I woke up having this thought: Was it right? Uh, It's Valentine's party. It's my husband. Was it whatever, what was not right? It was hundred percent right. Showing love, celebrating—we don't need to be in the gallery where they are doing those—they are are dancing their welly dance. In the consciousness, knowing fully whether they are going, I will sit and you'll be dancing. Now, why did you come? Stay at home. If I go to a wedding and they are doing that, I will sit. Yes. When they play some love song, I can stand up and dance love songs with my husband. Things are profound love, talking about your love to him or this or that. Yes. You know that they are singing some dance and this, this, kuro, 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 you are doing it. And this, 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 that, 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 that they are singing some nonsense and you, you expect me to go there and be dancing. No way. No way. No way. No way. I have decided to
0: follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided
1: to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus no turning back no turning back no turning back no turning back hallelujah so you have been having this burden in your heart like father am i doing the right thing uh am i doing this oh can you there's almost it doesn't mean that because you are saving god and you will not do this no 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 so me and you we are different If that's how you are saving your own God, that's not the way I will save my God. Mm -hmm. God did not reveal this to me or what he revealed to me to you or what he revealed. My relationship with me and God is secret. It's me and God. It's not me, you and God. So do your own. Don't influence me to do what you are doing while you are saving God. If God is pleased with you in what you are doing, that is you. Like me that I'm dancing to gospel music and posting them. God has interest. There's somebody who is not led to do that. Yes. You must not do it. And I do it effortlessly. Because God Himself is in it. Not everybody. I have my own pattern. You have your own. So let me do my things and you do your own. Why do you want to convince me now? So we have decided that we are following Jesus and so shall it be. And know you that, if you didn't know that, know you from today, that take your temptations and your attacks take them and turn them to prayer points turn them to prayer points sit and ask yourself say why did i leave the world in the first place and come to god why did i leave the world why did you leave the world in the first place so why do you want to go back and mingle with the enemy why do you want to go and play with him he doesn't play with you why do you want to go you don't do that. You don't do that. That one time you might go down can be your end. That can be your end. You're going there, you open doors for other things. before you realize yourself it's too late. It's too late. So let's not take chances. Some people like, God will understand. God will understand. When they say, if you cannot beat them, join them, tell them that no, since you can't beat me, you can't convince me to, you better join me, come to our side. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. For somebody to be bold to tell me that, and people, they know people who used to be born again, that means, no, we have to stand up as Christians and say no. If others have let God down, we will not do it, but we ask him for his grace, because without, we can't do that on our own. We ask God for his grace. Okay? So stay strong. Hang in there. Don't give up. Know that God has not given the spirit of fear. If there's anything that comes out you are doubting, you are not sure, know that God is there for you. Go to him in prayers. Ask him. Seek his face. If you're not sure, if there's anything, troubling, any decision, ask God. It will definitely come true for you. Okay? So remain blessed. Have a great week ahead. Go out, spread love, share love. I love you all. The love of God, you are blessed. But before we go, I want to lead somebody to Christ. Okay, because seeing all these and not leading you to Christ. It's not helping you. I have preached the word. I've preached the word to you. You have to repent and make peace with your father. Maybe you got angry. Maybe you said something. Maybe yesterday, probably you were saved before now. And yesterday, or today, or two days ago, or last week, we sin at times without even knowing unconsciously, right? So let's make peace and ask God for His mercy and grace to do His work because this work of God is not easy. But we have overcome because we are not the one doing it, okay? Yes. So take a minute and confess of your sins, and then I will lead you to Christ. I assume that you have done it. So I'll say the salvation prayer and you repeat after me. Say Father Lord, I come into your presence as a sinner. I confess my sins. Please forgive me. I did not know any better. I promise not to go back to my old ways. I believe that Jesus Christ came and died on the cross of Calvary, so that my sins can be wiped away. Accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and personal Savior. Be the Lord over my life. I promise to serve you forever and ever. In Jesus' name, amen. Put your hand on your chest. Say, I am born again. I am born again. Welcome to the kingdom of God. You are now a new creature. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. God bless you. Do not go back sinning. Hold on to God Hang in there when the temptation is too much, cry your heart out to him. Okay? But do not give up and do not let the people of the world define whom you are by what they say. What God says or what God says about you is fine and that's what is important, not what people their opinion don't count. These are people you you have to think that these are people who cannot save themselves, so they can't save you. Okay? Stay in God's presence. Congratulations. You are now a new creature and there is celebration in heaven. Read your Bible, listen to the messages, meditate, worship Him. God likes it when we worship. Worship Him. He told me during the revival program in Cameroon. He said, worship me more. So let's learn to worship Him more. Okay? You are all blessed and I love you all. The love of God. Bye-bye.